It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. My turn again? There we go. Heartland at Noon. Brought to you by Purpose Financial and Heritage Insurance. Working together to serve you better. Coming up on the Heartland at Noon, it's all about the 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon. Looking for your donations at 691-GIVE. That 691-4483. Phones have been doing really well over the course of the past hour, and we'd like that to continue. Uh, let me see. we got the Hospital Auxiliary answering the phones right now. They'd love to take your calls. Again, 691-GIFT. Come and see us during your lunch break up at the Town & Country Mall. We'd love to see you. We'll take your uh, donations in total, uh, in person, and total them up. <laughs> you can also make a donation online on discovermoosejaw.com. Also coming up today... Uh, for a 15th straight year, my friend Dane Salito will join us. He's a respiratory therapist, of course, at the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. Uh, one of the busiest people at the hospital during this pandemic, but he was able to take some time out by a telephone to talk to us. So we'll uh, we'll visit with him. We also had a wonderful visit with Dr. Brad Thorpe of Moose Jaw uh, late yesterday afternoon when he got off of his shift. We talked about COVID-19, and of course we talked about the Radiothon and the equipment that we need to buy for the dialysis unit. We'll share that visit with you today. And Brenda Brody from the Hospital Auxiliary will join us for a visit too. We'll have some fun today on the Heartland at Noon. Again, brought to you by Purpose Financial and Heritage Insurance, working together to serve you better. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. The 15th annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon is underway, looking to raise $125,000 for much-needed dialysis equipment at the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Hospital. CHAB is broadcasting live from the Town & Country Mall Center Court, until 6 o'clock tonight, hoping to raise money to purchase a transonic monitor, a Pixis med station, ceiling lifts, and a Broda chair. Dr. Brad Thorpe. Transonic monitor is such an important little gadget. What it does is it monitors the flow through the area in the arm where they have a fistula that we create to to plug into the dialysis unit. The fact that we can do that locally and measure locally is going to be a big thing. To donate, you can call 691-GIVE, stop by the mall, or follow the links on discovermoosejaw.com. Looking to get loud for mental health, Journey to Hope will be hosting a fundraising event in Crescent Park on September 25th. The morning will start with music, followed by a ceremony and a reflective walk through Crescent Park. Della Ferguson with Journey to Hope explains what those attending can expect. We have these three people who are going to share their personal impacts and stories a little bit in the program, along with the Journey to Hope team, sharing the work that we've done over the year with what I call the sacred trust of funds that people have given to Journey to Hope to work in our community. The theme for this year is hope, healing, and honoring. Masks and physical distancing are encouraged. And for more information or your pledge forms, you can email dferguson at sasktel.net. The Canadian Ranch Roping Association will be holding its Ranch Ropers Roundup this weekend at the Golden Mile Arena on the Moose Jaw Exhibition Grounds. 
The competition will be an all-draw format, with teams of three being drawn randomly out of the entered contestants. President of the CRRA Ross Smith said this is usually the time they would be holding the CRRA finals. Since we didn't have a full season, we decided not to have the finals, and so this、uh, Ranch Ropers Roundup is kind of a reunion, I guess, of anyone that's ever roped with us in the past. The competition takes place on Saturday and Sunday, starting at 9:30 a.m. each day. At approximately 7:20 p.m. yesterday, police responded to a vehicle collision involving a semi that hit the overpass at Main Street North and Highway 1 West. Two vehicles struck the debris from the bridge and needed to be towed. As a result, no injuries are being reported, and the total damages are estimated at three hundred thousand dollars. The driver of the semi was ticketed under the Traffic Safety Act. The rising number of COVID-19 cases and the Delta variant are causing some concern among local doctors. Dr. Volker Rinisland said he has treated COVID-19 patients, and it isn't pretty. He said he thought the pandemic would have been over by now. Well, my last prediction was <laughs> this June, and I'm wrong. So, I don't honestly know anymore.、Uh, I think it's going to get better、uh, as we have more and more vaccinations.、Um, but、uh, I don't know. It's it's. I don't think anybody knows. Even Fauci doesn't know. Rinisland speculated that we will need boosters every five years as we achieve herd immunity. The provincial government is reporting 286 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, along with one new death and 192 recoveries. Of the new cases, 46 are in the North Central Zone, 65 are in Saskatoon, and six are in the South Central Zone. 3,416 cases are considered active. 184 people are in hospital, including 152 receiving inpatient care, and 32 are in the ICU. 141 of those patients are not fully vaccinated. And advanced voting for the federal election begins today until Monday. You can find out where to vote on your voter card or elections.ca. And now the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 15 points. The Dow Jones is down 97 points. The Nasdaq is down 14 points, and the Canadian dollar is up at 79.14 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. Liberal leader Justin Trudeau says the flags at federal buildings will stay at half mast until it's clear that Indigenous peoples are happy to raise them again. The Canadian flag has been at half mast on the Peace Tower and other federal buildings since late spring. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole has called for the Canadian flag to be raised again on September 30th. NDP leader Jagmeet Singh says he doesn't want to compare the situations of Francophone and Indigenous peoples. During a campaign stop in Ottawa this morning, he told reporters he doesn't agree with Bloc Québécois leader Yves François Blanchet equating discrimination against Indigenous peoples to the treatment of Quebecers. While Singh says it's true that Francophones across Canada face discrimination because of their language, it's not the same thing as Indigenous communities not having access to clean drinking water. Hurricane Larry is making its way toward Atlantic Canada, and residents of Newfoundland's Avalon Peninsula are being warned to brace for hurricane-force winds gusting at 140 kilometers an hour sometime tonight. Storm surge warnings are in effect for the southern Avalon and the Burn and Conegra peninsulas, where maximum wave heights could reach 14 meters close to shore. 
The United States is preparing to mark 20 years since the September 11th attacks. Two decades after the collapse of the World Trade Center, people are still coming forward to report illnesses that might be related to toxic dust that billowed over the city after the terror attack. To date, the United States has spent $11.7 billion on care and compensation for those exposed to the dust. That's your national news update. I'm Stephen Wilson. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports. Mosaic Place is alive again with the Moose Jaw Warriors training camp shifting gears this weekend. Our team practicing and scrimmaging today and tomorrow with the inter-squad game, the black and white game set for Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock. Your donation to the Canadian Mental Health Association will be your admission to that hockey game, 4 o'clock on Sunday. Fans are welcome for the practices, the scrimmages, and, of course, for the game on Sunday. The Warriors will play five preseason games uh, before the regular season gets going. And those preseason games start this Tuesday night when they host the Brandon Wheat Kings. Week six of NFL, pardon me, week six of CFL action gets underway tonight with the Hamilton Tiger Cats in Ottawa to play the Red Blacks. There are three games tomorrow. With the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in Winnipeg to play in the Banjo Bowl. Game time, 2 o'clock our time. NFL action last night. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers hung on for a 31-29 win over the Dallas Cowboys. A reminder, we've told you this before, but uh, it's worth mentioning again. It's exciting. Local high school football gets underway tomorrow. New season. A doubleheader at Cuthred's Field. Central Cyclones play Vanier at 1 o'clock. Peacock takes on the Swift Current Colts in the 315 game. Canadian Leila Fernandez is headed to the final at the U.S. Open Tennis Championship. Fernandez, a 7-6-4-6-6-4 winner in her semifinal against Arena Sabalenka yesterday. She will face 18-year-old Emma Raducanu of Great Britain in tomorrow's final at Flushing Meadows. Did I say that name right? I hope so. Uh, Felix Auger-Aliassime is looking to become the first Canadian man to reach a U.S. Open final today. He faces number two seed Daniil Medvedev of Russia in semifinal action. And the Blue Jays, did you see them last night? Oh, they're fun to watch. Uh, you know I'm not a fan, but you know I like to watch them. Uh, they completed a sweep at the Yankees of the Yankees in New York last night with a 6-4 win. The Jays now just a half game behind those Yankees for the second and final American League wildcard spot. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. Well, pretty nice out there today. Uh, mostly sunny. A little bit of haze out there. Uh, wind north at 20, gusting to 40. The high today, 25. Tonight, increasing cloud. Uh, wind becomes light this evening, low 6. Tomorrow, a mixed bag, mainly cloudy. A 60% chance of showers with a risk of a thunderstorm in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high, 18. Rain overnight Saturday into Sunday. A mix of sunny cloud Sunday with a 30% chance of showers and a high of 20. Monday, mix of sun and cloud, 19, and Tuesday, sunshine with a high of 22 degrees. Do I have yesterday's high here? I don't. I've got the normal high. It's 20 degrees. Normal low is 5. Uh, record high, 30 degrees, set in 1978. The record low, minus 1, in 1955. Sun came up at 6.30 and goes down at 7.28 tonight. This hour, Moose Jaw 19, Regina 19, Assiniboia Gravelberg 19, Rockland Coronac 21, Swift Current 17, Elbow 19, Davidson Watchers 15. Once again, Assiniboia 19, Regina 19, and with the wind, the wind, 
is not here. Uh, the relative humidity is. It's at 51%. Oh, and the wind is northwest at uh, 26. There we go. It's 19 degrees of Moose Jaw. From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist Drew Lerner. A few showers will be occurring today across some interior north and central portions of crop country in Saskatchewan, but the precipitation amounts won't be that impressive. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Gold and West Radio Network. Most of this precipitation will occur from Unity over to Kimsack and Kenora southward, maybe on the south side running from Kindersley over towards the Yorkton-Melville areas. Moisture totals will run a trace upwards to 2 or 3 millimeters. There will be some RM district in the eastern part of that region that might get upwards to 5 or possibly 6 millimeters. Obviously, it's not much moisture and it's not going to have a big lasting impact on the region. Now, a better system will evolve on Saturday. Now, this event tomorrow is expected to be a little bit more impressive as far as organization and area impacted. This will occur mostly from the Kindersley and Rosetown areas southward through Leader all the way down to the Cypress Hills and Consul areas. And then it will extend to the east east-southeast from there, passing over towards the Regina, Weyburn, and Estevan areas. Coverage overall in that region is expected to be around 70%, and the moisture totals will run from 1 to about 6 millimeters, except in the southwest part of the province where we could see totals getting as high as 15 millimeters, and that may occur near the leader area, maybe southward towards Maple Creek. Now, that may get adjusted later in the day. One more wave of precipitation is possible as we go forward through the Sunday-Monday time period. That precipitation is likely to occur along and to the north of a line from Leader over towards Yorkton and Melville. And everybody to the north of that will likely come up with a little bit of moisture and totals will run from 2 to 8 or 9 millimeters with local amounts maybe as high as 10 to 13. The precipitation that occurs on Monday will be most significant, but we do expect it to be generally light. Obviously some disruption to farming activity will take place from each of these, whether disturbances and light rain events, but none of the region is going to see enough precipitation to seriously change the moisture profile or set back farming activity for an extended period of time. Temperatures will run in the upper teens to lower 20s most often through the next five to seven days. A few middle 20s will occur on the warmer, sunnier days. We'll look for low temperatures at night, mostly upper single digits into the lower teens. There will be some cooler temperatures next week with some readings getting down into the middle single digits. We could see a little bit of frost possible on Saturday morning in a few northeast parts of the region, and we may see a little bit of the same occurring sometime around midweek next week, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday mornings. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner. Tim here with Young's Equipment. Get more. 20% more capacity, 30% more speed, 70% more flex. The all-new Macdon FT2 gives you more of everything you need for harvesting performance. From the company, the original Flex Draper. Call your local Young's Equipment location or visit youngs.ca. Bigger, faster, flexier. Get more with the Macdon FD2 Flex Draper. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
Family First Radiothon on the Heartland at noon. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're having some fun here. As a matter of fact, we're uh, at $64,619 right now. Looking for your calls over the noon hour. Uh, 691-GIVE is the number to call. That's 691-4483. Just ahead of the Paul Martin commentary. The Roll Report on the Heartland at Noon from My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. New fall fashions have just arrived. Sizes small to 2XL at My Addictions Clothing Boutique. In case you missed it in the news, another semi-trailer ran into the bridge, the Highway uh, 2 overpass. Uh, as it overpasses Highway 1. Major damage there uh, to a number of vehicles. The semi-driver charge. Also a vehicle fire overnight, like 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, down in the construction zone at the corner of Fairford and 3rd Northeast, uh, the uh, fire was put out. Nobody hurt, but the driver who uh, was on the scene was charged with uh, impaired driving by drug and was facing charges. School zones in effect 40K here in Moose Jaw. And remember, on the weekend, there's a lot of traffic on Friday afternoons and Friday evenings, so take extra care out there and be safe. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary. The shoe on around a forestry development in the Prince Albert area has fallen. Two days ago, we learned of a $250 million OSB plant to be built at PA. Now, there's been an announcement from the province that the Prince Albert pulp mill is going to be fired up again. The reopening is a big story for the region. The plant was originally built in 1968 and was shuttered 15 years ago. But a new owner, Paper Excellence, has plans to invest more than a half billion dollars in the facility to get it back into production, a development that could support more than 1,600 jobs, according to the government. Now, the government announced it had allocated timber rights to feed this plant, which is targeted to get into operation in 2023. It will be using softwood, which will complement the hardwood consumption destined for the OSB mill announced yesterday. Saskatchewan's forestry sector is a billion dollar a year business, but these announcements will significantly increase the industry's base following what's been quite a week. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Wednesday is Men's Night at the Hillcrest Golf Club in Moose Jaw. Members and non-members are welcome to join in on the fun, which includes a $3,000 hole-in-one challenge, dew spots, a skins game, prizes for low net and low gross, closest to the pin prizes, and great specials in the clubhouse. Strike up some fun this weekend at the South Hill Bowl. Center. Rock and Glow Bowling is back Friday and Saturday nights and Saturday afternoons. Knock down some pins with your friends and family. South Hill Bowling. Call 693-0955 to book your spot. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Live from the Town & Country Mall, Family First Radio Fund. Total up to noon, 64000 $619, so we're over halfway to our goal of $125,000. That would buy the equipment that we need to buy for the dialysis unit at uh, Moose Jaws Wigmore, Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. It's a transonic monitor we're hoping to buy for the hospital, a new Pixis med station, ceiling lifts, and a Broda chair to improve patient comfort and make uh, a very difficult experience just a little bit better. 
the Pixis Med Station, as we learned uh, a little earlier today, uh, as a matter of fact, with uh, uh, Dave Sarita, pharmacist uh, up at the hospital, um, it's an automated medication dispensing system supporting decentralized medication management. So it helps clinicians safely and efficiently dispense the right medications for the right patients at the right time. So that's what we're raising the money for and looking for your donations. 691-GIVE. That's 691-4483 right here on the Family First Radiothon. You can also drop in in person as a matter of fact, at the Town & Country Mall, or make a donation on discovermoosejaw.com, and we'd certainly appreciate it. Respiratory therapist Dane Salido, his turn on the Heartland at Noon. He has been a part of every single Family First Radiothon. This is the 15th annual, and he's making his appearance, his annual appearance on the Radiothon. And whether we're raising money for his department or not, he's always more than willing to take part. He's local respiratory therapist Dane Salito joining us on the Family First Radiothon. Dane has been a respiratory therapist here in Moose Jaw since 1999, 22 years. Dane, where does the time go, man? My goodness, I, yeah, I cannot believe I've been, I was only going to be here for five years, huh? And here I am. Yeah, me here. too, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's it's funny, we're talking about time because 10, 12 years ago, uh, you used to bring uh, your son Shad into the Radiothon and he'd make his donation to the Family First Radiothon. And you're telling me before we did the interview, he's now in university. He definitely is. And he's loving every minute being away from home. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. How's life at the uh, Wigmore Regional Hospital for a respiratory therapist these days? Well, I don't know if you've heard, but yes, it's been quite busy as an RT and all my colleagues here. Uh, it definitely, is it, it's different now with COVID, so we are on our feet. Yeah, on your feet and uh, overworked, I know that. And it's been, um, well, I mean, we just kind of moved the Radiothon a couple of years ago into the Wigmore Regional Hospital, and we're not able to do that now. And and while, you know, uh, the public health restrictions were were lifted back in July here in Saskatchewan, uh, you're still restricted at the hospital following strict protocols, right? We are, yes. Yeah, we're still wearing masks, shields, yeah. Yeah. We're always prepared. Yeah, no kidding. I'm always happy and honored to be a part of the Radiothon. It is part of the community, and yeah, I, I'm. We are so fortunate to have you guys help out with this, uh, with the foundation, and raise money locally uh, to help our hospital out. And I know uh, your colleagues um, love uh, getting the money. They love uh, the Moose Jaw Health Foundation supporting them and buying new equipment that we need. And, and this year we've targeted the uh, the dialysis unit at the Wigmore Regional Hospital. And uh, Brenda Nichols, the acute care manager in the dialysis unit, she's been at it for decades. Uh, and I know she's excited about raising the money. Um, the Radiothon over the years has raised millions of dollars, and the, the Radiothon, the donations that, that our listeners make have really made a difference. Speak to that, Dane. Well, you know, the beauty is it's, it's coming from the community, and so any equipment is for the community. So dialysis is no different. I mean, uh, uh, patients who would normally get dialysis would have to go to Regina it's just beautiful that they can stay in their hometown. It's stressful enough, and 
if we could minimize that stress by having the treatments done in musha, all the better. So the beauty of of uh, um, uh, fundraising like you're doing now is truly for the community of Musha, helping the people out. And I know uh, community has been uh, always been very important to the Salido family. And, and I remember your mom uh, coming in and, and making a significant donation to the Radiothon last year in memory of your late father, Dr. Domingo Salido, who we lost uh, in 2017. Uh, long-time anesthetist here in Moose Jaw. Yes. I mean, he thought that Moose Jaw was a great place to raise a family. Um I thought that Musha is a little small, so I left. But as my mom always reminds us, they'll come back. And we did. And, you know, not just the community of Musha as a whole, but for us to raise a family in Musha and them to have a connection with my parents is something special. And so so as Musjavians coming together is is a very important bond uh, here. Anything uh, else you'd like to add today, Dane? Um, yes, everyone should get vaccinated, uh, donate, and help out the community of Musha uh, with the Radiothon. Dane Salito, respiratory therapist at the Wigmore Regional Hospital. Uh, your record's intact, 15 straight Radiothons. Way to go, buddy. Holy smokes. Thank you. It's an honor for me to talk at the radio. Dane Salita, longtime uh, respiratory therapist here at the Wigmore Regional Hospital uh, on the Family First Radiothon. We'll take a break and we'll be back. As I mentioned at the top of the hour, we had a really good visit with a longtime local family physician, Dr. Brad Thorpe, yesterday uh, on the Radiothon. Uh, late in the day when he got off his shift, I'll share that conversation with you on the Heartland at Noon next. It's that time of year again to start watching football and getting next year's weed control base down for your canola, lentil, and pea. Crop. Apply Edge Microactive Soil Residual Herbicide this fall for the broadest assortment of grass and broadleaf weed control, including kochia, wild buckwheat, lamb's quarter, and foxtails. Edge Microactive Herbicide from Gowan, Canada, helps you maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Go to ca.gowanco.com for details. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan, Canada. I'm Fraser Tolmy, Conservative Party candidate for Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan. I've served the city of Moose Jaw as mayor. I've served our country as an officer in the Royal Canadian Air Force, and I'm ready to serve you in Ottawa. Many of you are in the midst of a stressful harvest season, but we can't afford another four years of this government, and we need your support to defeat Justin Trudeau. This election, vote to secure Canada's future. Vote Conservative. Vote for Fraser Tolmy. Authorized by the official financial agent for Fraser Tolmy. In uncertain times, it helps to have something you can count on. For 25 years now, the Cargill Specialty Canola Program has been providing canola farmers with both peace of mind and an improved bottom line. Our simple five-step program guarantees your end-use market, helping you earn more, aim higher than commodity canola. Set your sights on victory with the Cargill Specialty Canola Program. Contact your local Cargill or select independent retailer or visit victorycanola.com. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Here we are, Family First Radio Thawning, live from the Town and Country Mall, 
$64,619 on the board. So we're over halfway there. $125,000 will buy all the equipment that we've earmarked for the dialysis unit at the Wigmore Regional Hospital. Uh, so we're hoping to raise that money by the end of the day today, 6 o'clock this afternoon, to buy the new Broda chair, the new ceiling lifts, the new Pixis med station, and the new transonic monitor to help keep local dialysis patients and uh, the staff in the dialysis unit. Well, keep the, keep the patients uh, comfortable, number one. Uh, save them trips to Regina. And just make life better in general for everybody, including the nurses and the staff at the uh, dialysis unit in the Wigmore Regional Hospital. You know, since we launched in uh, 2006, 15 years ago, the Family First Radiothon has raised more than $4.3 million to allow our local healthcare professionals to provide the best care for you and your friends and your family. And we've had a number of those uh, nurses and doctors talk about that during the Radiothon how uh, past radiothons have just made a world of difference to patient care here in Moose Jaw. And for people experiencing kidney failure, dialysis is their lifeline. Properly functioning kidneys clean and filter the blood of toxins and waste products, which is essential for survival. Most of us, perhaps all of us, take that for granted. For patients whose kidneys have failed, well, they can no longer perform those functions. To live... Dialysis is required for the rest of their lives. Treatments can vary anywhere from two to four times a week and can last three to four hours at a time. That's why we're looking for your support. Family First Radiothon, 691-GIVE, 691-4483. You can also donate online at discovermoosejaw.com. You can also come and see us live and in person right here at the Town & Country Mall. We'd love to see you. Uh, Kelly McElroy and Vi Raymond are here to take your money and issue your tax receipts. And the good girls from the Women's Hospital Auxiliary, the Hospital Auxiliary at the Wigmore Regional Hospital, are ready to take your phone calls. And they're not busy right now. They're having a nice chat and enjoying themselves. But they'd rather be talking to you. So give them a call. Make your donation, won't you? Again, uh, tax receipts are issued at 691-GIVE-691. 4483. As I mentioned a little earlier here, uh, Dr. Brad Thorpe, a longtime Moose Jaw family physician, took some time to come and visit with us uh, yesterday uh, to talk about anything and everything. And we did. We talked about anything and everything uh, with Dr. Right here on the Family First Radiothon. Here's some of that conversation. It's a pleasure to welcome now to the show Dr. Brad Thorpe, longtime family physician here in Moose Jaw, arrived in Moose Jaw uh, in 1991, 30 years, and I think I've known you for 30 years. Uh, it's been great to have you around Moose Jaw, and uh, you said just before we got on the air, you were just going to be here for a few years, and, and here you are. Yeah, absolutely. Someone told me if you stayed longer than five years, you'd die in Moose Jaw, so I guess uh, I'm here till I die. Yeah, well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Always a pleasure to see you, sir, and, and, um, and thank you. Uh, on behalf of, of the radio station and the community for uh, for being a good a great help to us and keeping us up to date on the local situation during the pandemic. I know it's been a stressful time for everybody, and especially for you and, and your comrades in the medical field. You know, it's, it's hard, and, you know, we just go to work every day because it's just what we do, and we're not looking for any gratitude. We're not looking for any, you know, specific recompense or anything. Uh, but it is kind of frustrating, and unfortunately, uh, we're seeing the the hard hit uh, times that it is for the nurses who are the key workers in the hospital. 
Um, and not only them, the cleaners, everybody. Uh, there just isn't anybody that I can't thank for all the hard work that they're doing. And unfortunately, this, this COVID pandemic has brought a lot of, uh, you know, upset both ways. Uh, there's people are divided. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to think. Everybody's tired. Someone said to me the other day, I'm exhausted. I don't want to hear any more about it. Well, I promise you, as staff, we wish that we weren't hearing more about it ourselves. So, yeah, tough times. Well, restrictions uh, were lifted here in Saskatchewan back on July 11th. Restrictions have not been lifted at the uh, Wigmore Regional Hospital. Uh, very carefully decided that all SHA facilities would continue with the restrictions in terms of masking, distancing, and hand washing, etc. Uh, just in order to protect our patients. There are patients who come in who are sick, who are elderly, who can't um, afford to get worse. And so if we can do anything in our power to you know, mitigate that, then that's what we need to do. We need to look after the patients in the emergency room, the patients in the ward, uh, just even people flowing through the hospital. And then we have to protect the staff because those very same staff have to actually care for everybody. So if they're off sick, then we're in a bit of a hoop. No kidding. Uh, there's no question. Uh, we've heard from a number of angles, uh, from Saskatchewan physicians, from local physicians, the vaccines are working. Absolutely. Um, it's very clear if you look at the numbers. They don't uh, lie. They tell a story. And, and most of our people that are admitted and in hospital are unvaccinated. Now, there seems to be a mis misconception that vaccination will prevent you from getting the illness. And that's not necessarily the case. If you look at measles, mumps, chickenpox, we can very much still catch those diseases, even though our kids have been vaccinated for them. The difference being that we don't see the deaths from measles that we used to in the 1950s, 60s and 70s because most people are vaccinated. And so they might get it, but they actually get that illness at a much sort of more uh, milder level. It uh, doesn't require hospitalization, and obviously they don't die. Same with COVID. You can still get COVID if you've been vaccinated, but your chances of getting severe COVID and being compromised and having your health actually uh, really worsened uh, by the disease is much less if you do have the vaccination. Uh, our patients that are in ICU and really ill um, tend to be the patients who have not been vaccinated. I'm going to assume you've been double vaxxed. I have been double vaxxed and I'm hoping next month to get a booster shot. Mm -hmm. And also, although you've uh, taken off your mask for uh, your radio appearance, still wearing a mask in public, sir. Absolutely. I don't take mine off. My mask is around my throat right now just so that I can use the microphone. And I'm sitting a distance away from you, but uh, even when I approached the table here, I had my mask on. And I continue to do so when I go to the stores. Um, and, you know, they say that masking is recommended and lots of people are saying, well, it's not mandated, so therefore I don't have to. Um, I would just ask you to rethink that and just say, you know, every time you wear a mask, you're protecting somebody else. You might not be protecting yourself, but you may be protecting somebody else. 
Dr. Brad Thorpe, a longtime family physician here in Moose Jaw on the Family First Radiothon. If we could switch gears for a moment, let's talk about uh, over the years um, what the Radiothon's done, what, what uh, the community has done uh, by donating to the Radiothon, bringing in brand new equipment for the Wigmore Regional Hospital. I know years ago you and I talked about uh, the importance of attracting and retaining medical health care professionals here in Moose Jaw, and we're doing that now because, in part, we've got state-of-the-art equipment at the hospital. Absolutely. I, I'll never forget a few things happened a few years ago that sort of helped everything sort of fall into place. Uh, one being the building uh, of a new hospital, uh, state-of-the-art hospital here. Um, and yes, there will be people who will be naysayers and say that things don't work at the hospital and it's not so good. And um, I beg to differ. I would say it's a wonderful hospital. Um, there is so much that we can do in this place that we couldn't do before. Um, at the same time, around that time, we started um, teaching and we started getting medical residents coming in from the University of Saskatchewan and having local doctors training here um, really introduces them to the community but also introduces them to the, um, the resources. And so they get to know what's out there in the community to help them with their patients. And uh, they get to understand the hospital. They tend to buy homes. So when they graduate, they, they often look at it and go, well, you know what? I like it here. I'm comfortable here. Why would I go somewhere else? I'm going to stay in Moose Jaw. So when we have um, places like our dialysis unit, which started up at the old hospital, uh, and we just had a few little units here and there, um, and we now have this beautiful uh, space in the new hospital, um, it really is exciting for us to see the patients that have benefited from it. In the old days, one or two little beds, you know, stretches, and now, um, you know, having multiple units, it's, it's great. And having the money to buy extra beds, the transonic monitor, ceiling lifts uh, for patients that are large, obese, um, you know, that we can actually work with rather than, you know, uh, stressing and straining our staff who have to lift heavy patients. This is all important stuff. Dr. Brad Thorpe, our guest on the uh, Family First Radiothon from Alliance Health here in Moose Jaw. I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. If, if there are any Dr. Brad Thorpe patients out there listening, I'm sure he would appreciate. If you called in and made a donation, 691-GIVE, that's 691-4483 on the Family First Radiothon. Anything you'd like to add before I let you go, sir? The last thing, the transonic monitor is such an important little gadget. What it does is it monitors the flow through the area in the arm where they have a fistula that we create to, to plug into the dialysis unit. And that transonic monitor is so important because what it does is it allows us to um, know what the flow is like. It monitors the cardiac output, the blood flow through the patient, through the machine. It tells us when there's a problem. Um, it lets us know ahead of time so that we can actually make changes to their care and not have a patient fail the dialysis and have to be rushed through to Regina. Uh, the fact that we can do that locally and measure locally is going to be a big thing. So this machine is really going to help us keep our patients here in Moose Jaw to be able to uh, finish their treatments. Very good. And we pointed it out before, we don't have a transonic monitor no, here in Moose Jaw. this would be now. the first time that we would be getting one. 
That's why we're raising money today. Family First Radiothon. Please make a donation online at discovermoosejaw.com, in person at the Town & Country Mall, or via telephone right now, 691-4483, 306-691-GIF. Dr. Brad Thorpe, thanks for all you do. Thank you very much. Family First Radiothon continues live from the Town & Country Mall. Come and see us. We're Center Court. Make a donation right here. Our celebrity guest on the Heartland at Noon is uh, from the Hospital Auxiliary. Brenda Brody joins us next. Heartland at Noon, CHAB. Are you ready to show off your perfect pet? We've teamed up with our friends at Pet Value to show off your furry, scaly, feathery, barking, meowing, swimming, jumping, crawling pets. Each month, we'll draw five pets for a showdown. The pet with the most votes will win a gift card from our friends at Pet Value, plus the title of Perfect Pet. Get your entry in each month. The Pet Value Perfect Pet on discovermoosejaw.com and 800-CHAB. A good offense is a great defense. Multiple modes of action in Fortress Microactive Herbicide from Gowan, Canada work to defend against early weed competition, against wild oats, foxtail, along with suppression of certain annual broadleaf weeds like kochia, wild buckwheat, and lamb's quarter. Plan a defense against yield-robbing growth in canola, mustard, wheat, and barley with a fall application of Fortress Microactive Herbicide. Go to ca.gowanco.com for details. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan, Canada. For great finds, including 10% off Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix when you buy Performatron dry food, visit Pet Value and PetValue.com. The leaves may be turning yellow, but the greens are still green. There's still lots of time to get some rounds in at Harbor Golf Club. Right now, take advantage of the special fall rate of 20% off green fee and power cart. Harbor Golf Club. Great food, great view, great golf. Great experience. On the shores of Lake Diefenbaker, book your discounted fall rate today. HarborGolfClub.com. Proudly voted number one in Canada for best value for golf. Larry from the park with the greatest, biggest, most awesome harvest special ever. Coors Light 24 cans, only $37.50 plus taxes and deposit. That's $45.50 total. Wow. Only at the park, only for September, only while supplies last. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Mainly sunny this afternoon. Hazy winds gusting to 40 kilometers an hour and a high of 25. Tonight a few clouds, increasing cloudiness before the morning and a low of 6. Tomorrow mainly cloudy with a chance of showers. The risk of a thunderstorm in the afternoon and a high of 18. Sunday mix of sun and cloud with a chance of showers, a high of 20. Monday mix of sun and cloud, a high of 19. And Tuesday sunny and a high of 22. We're into day two of the 15th annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon, live at the Town & Country Mall, raising money for the Musha Health Foundation to purchase dialysis equipment for the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Hospital. The Radiothon runs until 6 tonight, and you can donate by calling 691-GIVE. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discovermusha.com or the Musha Live app. I'm Sean Slatt. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Family First Radiothon on 800 CHAB, looking for your donations to uh, the Radiothon in support of the Moose Jaw Health Foundation, of course. And in turn, their plan is to uh, better equip our uh, dialysis unit in the uh, Moose Jaw, in Moose Jaws, Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. It's a pleasure now to welcome. 
Brenda Brody to the program. Brenda uh, serves our community in a number of ways, um, and she has time now since retiring after uh, a life spent <laughs> educating children here in Moose Jaw. She uh, spends time uh, volunteering with the uh, Moose Jaw Waccamaw Rotary Club, uh, also with the Hospital Auxiliary, and she's, in fact, on the phone panel uh, this hour, and is also a Moose Jaw Health Foundation board member. Man, you, you've got, uh, you spend a lot of time helping out in our community. Way to go. Thank you. Tell me about, first of all, your work with the Waccamaw Rotary Club. I know it's a, it's a great social club. It's a great social club, but it's also a way to uh, give back to the community through our community through our community events. One of the things is a donation to the Health Foundation annually, and as well helping with ch- helping with children, um, helping with with the home with the homeless, and just as I said, giving back to the community. Plus, we do some work internationally with uh, schools in Gu- in Guatemala. And it's not, it's to give them a, a, a hand up, not a handout. And that's also what we do here in, in the community is to, is to help people and to give them a chance to, to get ahead, to, to live a better life. And that sort of fits in with the hospital auxiliary too. And, um, with, with the auxiliary, our one, our major thing is to raise funds. All right, and from from our with our funds to help better equip uh, the hospital, whether it was the Union Hospital, which is now gone, or if it's the Wigmore Regional Hospital, and that is what we have done. It it's been a joy in my life to be able to give back to the community and to feel that a sense of accomplishment. Let's talk about the challenging times you faced as a hospital auxiliary. Uh, making a lot of money with the gift shop at the Wigmore Regional Hospital, but since the COVID-19 pandemic shut us down and strict uh, um, strict uh, rules are still in place at the hospital, you're still not able to have the gift shop open. No, we're not. Uh, we, uh, Kelly from the foundation always sends out the information to us that from the health authority that we're hoping that we can. And in July, I had cautiously had hoped that we would be opening maybe in October, but now with the fourth wave, it's not. But we we will not be opening until it is safe for everyone to work in in the gift shop. I know that there will be plexiglass and that our shop itself will, you know, physically will change because there will be plex there will be plexiglass that we will stand behind but i know anyone who has volunteered in the gift shop is looking forward to getting back to working there because it's really a joy to meet the to meet the public to have patients come in and picking up things or you know you have a a new father who comes in and says I just had it. We just had a baby, and I want this or this or this. And you say, "Okay, you know, do you want pink? Do you want blue? Do you want yellow?" And it's just a, it's just a joy. Or you know, a child come in and is picking out a gift for grandma or grandpa who's who's in the hospital. Let me throw something back. I don't know why I just thought of this. But you, you were an English teacher, of course, at Central College. I had the pleasure of being in at least a couple of your classes, and for sure in your homeroom, I think in grade ten. And we had some fun back then, certainly. And I was, I, I look back and I, I was always so grateful that 
because some teachers didn't get my sense of humor. <laughs> I was always grateful that you did. <laughs> well, I have a dry sense of humor. I grew up in a household with a dry, with parents who had a dry sense of humor, and where other people kind of give this quizzical look. I'm sitting there laughing and thinking, "Am I the oddball in this group? <laughs> you know what's going on here?" But no, <laughs> I appreciated that. And uh, here's something I'm gonna, um, that just kind of came into my mind. You talk about your work at the Waccamaw Rotary Club, and, and, uh, and my dad was a member of the Rotary Club mm-hmm. for, for many years. And we had that international student exchange program. And I remember a boy, I think he came from Brazil, and he came to school with us at Central Collegiate for at least a semester, maybe a full year. His name was Ednaldo Antidominico. Do you remember him? Oh, who could, you can't, you couldn't, if you were at Central during that time, you could not forget Eduardo. Because here he came in January, and it's minus 40 degrees, and the wind is blowing, and he, and they pick him up at the airport, and he's, he's, he's dressed for like plus 35. Yeah. And what happened, and, but he just fit in and he was just a joy. He was just a joy. And you know, when he was there from January to the end of December, so he got to see Moose Jaw for a year. And he was just a great, he was just a great kid. There's times when I think about the various international students that we had. They were Rotary Exchange students. And I wonder what they're doing now. And it would be it would be great fun if somehow um, the the Rotary Club or the the collegiates that the students attended, if we could just find out what they're all doing. I'm going to look him up on Facebook later. <laughs> if I can remember how to spell his name. <laughs> Sorry, we got sidetracked there. Let's get back to the radio fun. Okay. Uh, Brenda Brody's our guest. On the uh, Family First Radiothon, she serves our community in a number of ways with the Waccamaw Rotary Club, which I mentioned, and the Hospital Auxiliary, which uh, we've talked about, but also as a board member now with the Moose Jaw Health Foundation. For how long? Uh, This is three. This is my third year. Rewarding? Very rewarding. It is. It is just so heartwarming to see all of the ver- the various things that the board has um, been able to do. But really what is so heartwarming is the support from Moose Jaw, from our community. It is, we are so fortunate to live in a city where we have such community-minded, such generous people. And I know that there are those living in the southern part of the province that they support so well, you know, the foundation and let's say the Radiothon and various things, because for them, it's just smaller city, easy to to get to the hospital, great specialists, great doctors, and we're just so fortunate. And I, I feel it a real honor to be able to work with a group of people who are as dedicated as they are to the foundation and via the foundation to the Wigmore Regional Hospital. Yeah, I think sometimes uh, people forget and we have to remind ourselves that uh, the Wigmore Regional Hospital is, in fact, a regional hospital. And in fact, we just had, uh, had a, a nice uh, man come in, just had dialysis, uh, uh, Alain Boyer from uh, Gravelberg, 
just came in for dialysis and uh, was listening to the Radiothon drop by and made a donation on his way back home. Mm-hmm. We serve the people of Assiniboia and Gravelberg and surrounding areas, and, and they come here for dialysis, and uh, they need your donation to help make their lives better. The number to call on the Radiothon, and uh, the ladies from the Hospital Auxiliary will take your call right now, 691-GIVE. That's 691-4483. Uh, and just uh, back to your work with the Moose Jaw Health Foundation for a moment, Brenda. Uh, originally, 15 years ago, when we started this this radiothon, one of the keys uh, for for the doctors and and the managers uh, at at the then Five Hills Health Region, what what one of their focuses was was to to get better equipment. First of all, at the Union Hospital, and subsequently at the Wigmore Regional Hospital, to help attract and retain. The, the medical health professionals, the, the specialists, as you mentioned, the doctors and the nurses. And we, uh, I mean, there's still work to do. We've got to continue that work, mm-hmm. but we've achieved that. Well, yes, we have. And I think that's something that uh, we should take great pride. We should take pride in. The foundation does, and just the people of Moose Jaw in the, and the area around to take great pride that whenever they make a donation to you know the radiothon or or to the found or to the foundation or they make a donate they when they come in and buy something in in the gift shop all of it is going towards the purchase of better equipment and like di- with dialysis i know i i grew up in a small town and at that point in time if someone had to have dialysis they were driving into regina and then driving driving back a former classmate of mine, her daughter, had to be going in and out. And, like, she she lived close to the U.S. border. And she was driving in up Number 6 Highway to into Regina for dialysis for her child for three days a week. And, I mean, it didn't matter what the weather was or what was going on. They had to do it. And for... For individuals who ha- who are on dialysis to be able to come into Moose Jaw, like the gentleman from Gravelberg, and then to go back, it's just that much closer. And, you know, like many people look at Moose Jaw as being their big center. Like I taught in the southern part of the province down in there, and Moose Jaw was the big center. And it was just nice to come in. And I just encourage everyone to donate because it is to a very worthwhile cause and the better the equipment the better it is for the pa- you know for the patients and the better it is to keep our doctors and just to make life better for everyone that's what we're doing here and speaking of donations we've got just enough time for you to make yours yes the the host- the, the Dr. Wigmore Regional Hospital Auxiliary We are donating $500 to the Radiothon, and that is from the raffle fund and 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 the general account. And this, we we believe, we believe in everything that the radio the Radiothon stands for. Awesome! Thank you very much. Thanks for the visit. Well, you're most welcome, Rob. We're going to add that $500 to the total, and we're going to announce that total next. At Bayer, obstacle is opportunity. We learn from the past. We innovate, like adding buteo start to our DeKalb canola to fight against flea beetles. Our next-generation DeKalb TruFlex canola with Roundup Ready and Liberty Link technologies offer herbicide flexibility. Plus, you get enhanced pod integrity for straight cutting with confidence. 
Depend on DeKalb Canola for an easier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Class is in session. Time for another lesson in rock and roll history on 800 CHAB. Marvin Gaye was one of the greatest soul singers of all time. When he was 17, Marvin ran away from home to join the U.S. Air Force. However, he had trouble following orders from his strict sergeant and was honorably discharged in 1956. Before launching a solo career, Marvin Gaye joined the New Moon Glows in the 1950s. They performed with established singers like Chuck Berry and had a huge hit with the song Sincerely. During his hiatus from music, Gaye looked elsewhere for work, including professional football. At 31, he set out to become a wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. Gay's life and career were tragically cut short the day before his 45th birthday after being fatally shot by his father, Marvin Gay Sr. in 1984 during an argument at their home in Los Angeles, California. His songs and influence are still prominent to this day. This has been another Rock and Roll History Lesson brought to you by Culligan Water and Moose Jaw. Better water, pure and simple. KCS Marketing, a division of Kathy's Custom Stitchery. Putting your name on almost anything since 1989. KCSMarketing.ca. Thanks for supporting local. Dignity Bath. Safety. Comfort. Dignity. And Community Service Radio. 800 CHAB. 800 CHAB. Connecting the community. Hi, this is Gail from the Army and Navy Air Force Veterans Club. We are hosting our Anavets annual household items sale fundraiser at the Town and Country Mall in the old Safeway location. September 14th and 15th from 10 to 6 p.m. and September 16th and 17th from 10 to 8 p.m. and September 18th, 9 to 3 p.m. We would also like to thank the Town and Country Mall for all their support. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Urban Cellars, located on South Hill, serving all of Moose Jaw. They offer a large selection of wines, spirits, beers, and seltzers. Stop by today. Rasa Whitecap Charlet and How Red Angus, serving you in the past, present, and the future. Charlet and Red Angus, designed for your ranch needs. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. In a world, in a field, where a daily battle rages between you and the elements, our pod is mightier. Introducing BY6211TF Canola from Brett Young. With the new Pod Defender Shatter Reduction Trait. Defend your field against Pod Shatter and reap the benefits of harvest flexibility and high yields. Learn more at brettyoung.ca slash 6211. When you're a farmer, you've learned to take the good with the bad because you've seen it all and your roots are deep. Daddy, I want to be a farmer just like you. Farming is about a sense of pride in an honest day's work, careful planning, and growing for the future. Moose Jaw Co-op is on your team. Early mornings, late nights. Safely getting harvest completed with agro and fuel locations in Avonlea and Moose Jaw. We are growers. We are farmers. We are Moose Jaw Co-op. Be part of something bigger. The Farm Stress Line is run by people who know farming is full of uncertainties, and that uncertainty causes stress. When it starts to get to you, it's important to deal with it as quickly as possible. If you're having trouble sleeping, feeling depressed, anxious, or having suicidal thoughts, call the Farm Stress Line, free and confidential, and well worth the call. 1-800-667-4442. 1-800-667-4442. 
At Connexus Credit Union, we understand the hard work and passion behind each day in the field to produce high-quality food for consumers. We know that weather and other conditions have had a serious impact on farming operations across the province. While some circumstances are out of your control, Connexus is here to help you stay in control of your finances. To learn more, visit connexus.ca slash business or call your business advisor to book an appointment. Here it is, the hourly moment of truth. Brand new total to 1 p.m. Tegan Whitco. Let's take it away, Kelly. That is $66,260 for the Family First Radiothon. Awesome. Way over halfway there now. Looking for your donations at 691-GIVE right now. It's the 15th annual 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon, supporting the Moose Jaw Health Foundation. It has become a tradition and a most important event for our community on your local radio station. It's about charity. It's about faith. It's about vision. It's about you and me. It's about our future. It's about our health. It's about making local people see that our health care professionals and their patients get by with less than they need. And this is not about being selfish, and most certainly it's not about greed. It's about coming together for the common good to buy new technology and maybe help save the life of one of the members of your very own family. Your donation, we promise, will be used for the best new equipment on the market. That's what we get done each and every year for the past 15 years on the CHAB Family First Radiothon. All money raised stays here at home, so please consider a donation before the end of the day. Together, we can make life better as a community, the Friendly City Way. I'm Rob Carney.